this podcast episode is for anybody who is going into a full-time job right now while also trying to make freelancing work for you on the side. I do understand that this can be very exhausting and I know you might feel like you're at your wit's end, but in this episode, I'm gonna go over basically where to put your mind, where to shift your mindset so that you can make it through this difficult time in your work life because I promise you, the golden freelancing pot at the end of the rainbow is beyond worth it, so let's do it. Hey guys, and welcome to the Freelance Fairy Tales podcast. I'm Alex Fasulo, your host, six-figure freelance writer, serial entrepreneur, Fiverr Pro seller, and digital nomad. You've come to the right place if you want to know more about working for yourself online as a freelancer today. I've been freelancing for over six years, and I want to share what I've learned with you. So I know a lot of you listening to this today are working full-time jobs while trying to also make freelancing or some type of side hustle work for you. That's what inspired me to record this podcast for you guys because I do understand that all of this can be a very delicate balancing act and sometimes, you know, that can deter people from getting started in it and rightfully so. So in this podcast episode, I'm going to try to really kind of flesh out the details here for you and make it all seem a little more attainable and approachable. Obviously, we all only get 24 hours in a day. Nobody gets more hours than another person unless you are a time traveler and haven't told the rest of us. But splitting that time up efficiently to launch a freelancing business while maintaining your nine to five can be absolutely exhausting. I'm sure 16, 18, 19 hour days, it's not sustainable at the end of the day. And it is important that we all acknowledge that it is not sustainable. I think it's important to recognize that doubling up is going to be exhausting before you dive in head first. I see a lot of people will try and sugarcoat this reality. I'm a get right to the point type of person and I think in order to approach all of this in a positive way, it's best to get it all out there and accept what it's actually going to be instead of trying to paint this picture that it's going to be really amazing and luxurious and easy and you're going to be working on the beach immediately. Obviously, that's the end goal and you absolutely are going to be working on the beach in due time, but we all have to lay the groundwork and put in the work in general to get to that point. Yes, I lay on the beach now and work on my laptop, but for many a year, I was grinding away in a windowless room in Brooklyn, New York. The windowless part was my own fault. Of course, please don't be in a windowless room. Please have a view of the outdoors, but everything worth having takes some work. So if you want to make freelancing work for you and have a business already set up while working another job, you are going to have to double up and it is going to be exhausting. So we just, we got to lay that out first. When starting a freelancing business, whether it's just one profile on Fiverr or eight profiles across the internet, because that's up to you, there is certainly an expectation of showing up for clients. That's pretty much the entire point of the freelancing business. They are using freelancers in the first place to save themselves time. They are expecting you to be present with them throughout the order, and rightfully so, since they are paying for it after all. We do have to remember they did pay for it. You cannot just ignore your Fiverr and not look at it for multiple days. You might be sitting there going, well, why not? The Fiverr algorithm actually favors accounts that have quick response rates, on-time deliveries, and a low amount of cancellation. So one of the best ways to keep these clients happy is to be present with them, answer their questions as the order goes on, make sure they feel like you are constantly there, ready to hold their hand and answer anything that they might 
think up so that they are never worried about the quality or the delivery of their product. A lot of these people are on tight timelines as well. They might have a boss over them. They might be outsourcing to you when they're not supposed to be. So they really want to make sure that you are there and that they are in good hands with you. I've found that 99% of my negative client experiences used to occur when I was not communicative enough with them from the start to the completion of the order. It's taken a, a while for me to be able to humbly admit that. <laughs> One-star reviews typically happen when there is a breakdown in communication, which is why I cannot stress enough that although you don't need to put in eight hours every day for fiber to work for you, you do still need to be present or there needs to be an illusion that you are present. That means you need to answer clients first thing in the morning, at least once throughout the day, and again at 6 to 7 p.m. before you sign off for the evening. Even better if you can let the clients know when you do sign off, whatever time that is and whatever time zone you're in, let them know so they are not left wondering where you went all night. Because remember, half of these people are on the other side of the world and they might be awake while you are asleep. A lot of communication on freelancing sites is just common sense stuff you'd be saying out loud if you had your own brick and mortar store. I think sometimes people forget that since it's online, they feel like it's this totally different playground and the old rules of business don't apply, but it's still really just running a business at the end of the day. And since you are not in person with these people and you're not taking their calls, I do not take client calls, that's up to you. You really need to make sure your typing communication with them is taking the place of what you would have been doing with them in person. So always have that in the back of your mind. Now, this is not me saying that doubling up freelancing while working a full-time job is not possible, so I don't want you to just turn this off and go, oh, well, that sucks, guess I can't do it. It most certainly is possible. I read stories every single day about people working 60 hours per week at jobs that somehow still manage to start these side hustles that make them a million dollars in one year. They find the time because they are passionate about making it work, they are willing to do whatever it takes, and a part of your mindset needs to be in that place. It needs to be in a place where you are willing to make short-term sacrifices to ensure that freelancing is going to work for you. You need to be in a place where you are ready to lay the groundwork. It might mean working on Sundays for a little while or waking up at 5 a.m. if you normally wake up at 6 a.m. It might mean missing out on some things, but that one is up to you, weighing what is and is not worth it. If you so badly right now want to change your life, and that is why you are listening to this podcast, if you want to quit your toxic job, tell your boss to F off, and you just you want to make this work so bad, then you can make it work, because that's all that is standing between you and making it work. Your intention and your mind is that powerful to create that reality for you, but you have to be all in and committed to make it happen. You have to absolutely be all in. Your mind and your soul and your body have to be in alignment and all in to making this work. If you've decided that you're all in and this is absolutely what you want for your life, I generally give people the following advice to making both work at the same time. So you're doubling up on work and you're going to start freelancing or doing whatever side hustle it is. First, think about where you are wasting most time in your day. Do you stare at your phone for 45 minutes in bed in the morning before you get up? I used to be really guilty of this. I recently forced myself to start reading instead and it has, oh my goodness, has it transformed my days. Do you spend three hours on YouTube at work during the day in between projects when your boss isn't looking? Do you ride a bus into work that takes about 45 minutes each way? Do you have some downtime on that bus? Do you spend three hours every night watching pointless things on Netflix? I do watch a lot of documentaries on Netflix. I justify it though because I tell myself I'm learning new information. I don't know if that counts. 
These are all disposable time windows that you can be utilizing for your freelancing business instead. Waking up and allocating just 30 or even 45 minutes in the morning to check on your freelancing business before you go into work is actually enough. Then finding another one or two hours in the remainder of the day to do the actual order is all that it takes. And I know every person listening to this has at least 30 spare minutes in their day, I promise you, that has not been booked down to the most efficient and productive schedule as possible. Minutes in the evening, even when you're watching TV, that could be given back to business. And I know that might put some people listening to this on edge saying, well, that's not true. I'm just too busy to make it happen. I've had a lot of people say that to me and that's fine. Maybe you are, but it just means that freelancing is actually not a priority of yours right now. When it becomes a priority, you will sit down and very soberly look at your days and where you have the time. Maybe you can save those bigger client orders to do over the weekends because you have weekends off. Obviously, you need a window on the weekends to relax still, but people who are determined to make this work for themselves will put in the time and keep their heads down. This is probably one of those times where you guys can tell that I got a general in the army on my career test in high school. Is it coming through right now? I'm trying to make sure I do it in a nice way. <laughs> no, I'm doing this because I love you guys and I want to help you. Hustling like this isn't sustainable forever. Let's be real, and I'm not recommending that you do this forever. I'm not telling you to work yourself to death. The entire point of leaving the nine to five job is to create a new, more sustainable, more happier life for yourself. I do suggest trying this for about three months. Give it three months and see where your freelancing business or whatever business it is that you have is at. Is it making you one or $2,000 per month? That's a good indication that you're going to be able to make this work. Maybe you've discovered that you hate freelancing, and that's okay too. At least you did not quit your job yet, right? I don't want anyone telling me, but Alex, you told me to just quit my job. Guys, please don't. But you have to give yourself at least three months to make a fair decision. And don't forget to ask the people in your life for help. If you have kids, ask your partner or neighbors or siblings to help watch over them a little more than normal. It is okay to ask for help. I am really bad about doing this and I'm also working on it. So if you are like me, if you are like the anti-help asker, please don't think that that's weird either. <laughs> Don't forget to utilize the Fiverr and Upwork apps as well. You can manage your business right from your phone while you have downtime at work. I can't tell you guys how many client deals I have closed over the last eight years on my phone when I have been out to dinner. Maybe, I don't know, I'm on a walk on my way to dinner. I'm sitting on a bus. I'm sitting on a train, the subway. I'm on a plane, whatever it is. I cannot tell you how much of my Fiverr business is actually managed through my phone while I'm on the go. You can manage it from your lunch or even the bathroom. Maybe if you have a really nosy boss who's like, hey, no one's allowed to work on anything else here. I'm monitoring everything you do. Go to the bathroom for 20 minutes. I mean, they can't ask what you were doing in there. Like, go go to the bathroom with your phone and answer people or go walk to get your lunch every day at your nine to five and, and answer people on your way there and on your way back. Nearly every office job is inefficient. I can say that confidently. And I do promise you there is downtime to check your apps and see if you have any client messages. If you're somebody who works at a more seasonal job, let's say if you're an accountant and you have busy season, obviously that's probably not a good time to test out launching your freelancing business since I do know you are working 18 hour days. So maybe I would pick, you know, August, September, October or some other time of the year to test this out. Use your best judgment, you guys, when it comes to doing stuff like this because I obviously do not know your unique situation. I'm speaking in general terms right now. 
what I do know and what I can talk to here is that you can absolutely make this happen. You have the power to make it happen right now. You already possess the power to make it happen. I can share the benefits of freelancing all day long to you guys, but only you can make the decision to obsess over this. You have to ask yourself, how badly do I want it? Maybe you need to say that out loud, staring in the mirror in your bathroom. And if you can't stare in the mirror all day and say this out loud and say that you want it more than anything, then maybe it is time for you to reflect on what it is that you want or what mental barriers are stopping you from wanting it. It could be a fear of putting yourself out there. It could be a fear of being on camera. I just recorded that podcast right now. It could be the imposter syndrome. I have a podcast on that. It could be a fear of rejection or it could even be a form of perfectionism or procrastination. I have podcast topics, you guys, on all of these things. I also have a podcast topic on self-sabotage, which is what this is actually at the end of the day. If there's a disconnect between what your conscious and subconscious mind wants, there is something wrong there. There is a barrier. There is some type of emotional hurdle that is keeping you from aligning these two things. There's some something deep in your mind that you need to bring to the light and work through to understand why it is that you are personally sabotaging yourself every day from making something a reality. Even if you tell yourself, no, 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 I want to make a lot of money on Fiverr. This is all I want. This is all I want. And if that's fine, if you can think it, but if you are not following through on, th on those thoughts, then there's absolutely something that is stopping it. And it's really important to pause and do some mental work here and meditate, go on some walks, prayer, see a therapist, inner work, shadow work, whatever you want to call it, is absolutely a part of making all of this work. And I think a lot of business people leave out the discussion of how important mindset and spirituality and everything is to this entire journey. And of course, you guys hear me basically say a lot of the same stuff in every single one of these po podcasts, but that's because the repetition is there on purpose. This is stuff that you really do have to understand to make this a reality for yourself. Freelancing and working for yourself is more of a spiritual pursuit, honestly, than anything else. I know that might sound scary. It shouldn't. Being on a spiritual journey, being on a spiritual pursuit is the most fulfilling thing you're ever going to do down here. Please believe in yourself, guys. I would give you a hug right now if I could. You have to start cheering yourself on. You have to become your number one fan. You have to realize you can make anything you want more than anything in this life a reality for yourself. You are that powerful. You do have the power. I don't care who has told you otherwise. I don't care who's made fun of you. I don't care who's critiqued you. They're just jealous that they haven't tapped into their own power too, basically. You have been granted it from the heavens above. God has made you on purpose. You are here for a reason. Can you guys tell I'm getting emotional right now? I'm starting to breathe heavy. <laughs> guys, you know what I'm going to say? Please, please, please put yourself out there. Do not be afraid. If you want to make this happen, you absolutely have the power. You have the time in your day to make this happen. What is a tough three months in comparison to the rest of your life? What's three months to pure happiness? Again, people used to have to put in 30 years of their life to finally get whatever it was they wanted, and they used to be perfectly fine doing it. We've grown very impatient today. We want things now. We want things yesterday. So put your head down for three months. Work more than you're used to and just see if this clicks for you. You do have to give yourself that opportunity. I do really suggest you give yourself three months before you just go ahead and up and quit your job. All right, guys, you know what I'm going to say now. Please like, download, and rate this podcast. Share it with your friends. Help me get the word out there if you are enjoying these episodes. And don't forget to check out my website for other resources I do have available from a free Facebook group to my new season of YouTube. Tons of great stuff coming your way. 
many, many more mindset podcasts coming your way as well. So as always, don't be shy. Let me know on my social media if you guys are liking these topics. Feedback helps me understand what topics I should be doing next for you guys. With that, until next time, I believe in you. Go out there, go crush it, go claim anything you want, speak it into existence. You can have anything you want in this life if only you would believe it.